Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back to Insightful Ignorance with your highly favored, questionably talented, sometimes handsome host, Jared Ashton. Um, Today's episode is going to be a little bit more of an insight to myself. And... Hopefully, when we sharing part of the story of my life, it gives some perspective. Maybe it helps somebody understand. Maybe it helps somebody feel like they're understood. And just gives commonality or an overview of a situation I feel like people go through a lot. Maybe it's not just me. Maybe I am just looking into the universe, but I'm here to share part of my story. Um, so anybody who knows me very well knows what music is to me. Music is my lifeblood. Music is something that conjures up every positive situation in my soul. It speaks to me in a various amount of ways. It gives me true happiness. It just, I'm immersed in it. Music is something that just, I don't even know how to explain. Like, if you took it out of my life, I don't know what I would do. It's that important. It is one of the most important things in the world to me, literally. I don't care if I'm singing myself or I'm listening to things. Like, I'm the dude who listens to covers of my favorite song on on YouTube for hours on end. I'm the person who listens to beat for hours on end. I'm the person who tries to formulate words to remix songs that I love. Like, I'm that type of person. And with all that being said, today is going to be me speaking about, I don't know how to necessarily call it a journey. But me trying to figure out, like, myself and trying to be an artist or entertainer or musician. Some of those things I don't know if I can even call myself because of what I viewed them to be and how important I think that they are. But, like, this... I have a, I have a, a love-fear relationship with music. Like, music is... <laughs> it's everything I ever wanted. Like, I remember I used to be the guy that was, like, wearing headphones everywhere. Like, I'd be in a bar, headphones in. I'd be in a club, headphones in, literally. If you knew me back from, like, 2010 to maybe 2013, 14, that's all I have. Like, I'd be in a party, headphones fully in my ear. Like, you listen? Nah, it's just, by the drop of a hat, I could have music back on. If I don't like what they're playing, I could have my music back on. Just like that, snap of a finger. Because it just made me feel so alive. I just get lost in it. And that love for it and my also my love for wanting to evoke emotion out of people and entertain people just always seemed to come together because I love to sing. It was that those little things came together. Like, oh, let me be an artist. I want to be a musician. I, I, I want this so badly but then 
throughout my life with action that I've ever done, I got to question myself. Did I want it that badly? Could I have been somewhere much differently? If I would have put that proper time and effort and all that together, but maybe not. But here's how we came across the ideology of this thing called me being an artist or me trying to be an artist. So it started for me very young, like, some of my best moments happened with music and personal introduced me to music and a lot of my musical taste and my love for it and care for it and how it evolves into life and things that we do is my mom. And that is the number one being I've ever met. My favorite person I've ever been around, my mom. So her just singing throughout the day, her playing so much music, her always having new CDs that came out, Introduced me to new things. There's just so much of that resonated with me. I think my first experience of me thinking about singing came out of fear, came with fear. It was, um, I was about nine or ten, so I was in my fifth, say fifth grade, and we were graduating, go off to um, middle school. So with the happening, we were having a little assembly as well for our signing off. And we were singing, I Believe I Can Fly, <laughs> from Space Jam, you know, by that man, Robert Kelly. Yeah, that man. Uh, and we were really out here just practicing, having rehearsal. But we didn't have a somebody to sing, like, the the lead vocal. Like, I'm not star up in the sky. I'm not mountain peak up high. Yeah, I made it. Mm-hmm. I'm the world's greatest. Yeah, that. We didn't have somebody to sing that at first. And the teacher who was teaching music in the school, who was setting us all up, I guess she overheard me when she was going walking past us hearing us sing, and I guess she heard something in my vocal tone or whatever it was. And was like, you might be the solo. Would you like to be that? I was like, <laughs> for two seconds, I thought, yes. And my mom, like, yes, cool. And then quickly that dissipated because I remembered I had to sing in front of people. And as one of my biggest fears is stage fright. And there's some people who know me today, maybe sound a little weird, like, oh, Jarvis seems to come off so very confident and so assured of himself. And in some aspects, I am, like, as a person, like, either... I don't get too caught up in how people feel about me. Either you like me or you don't, or whatever, whatever. You have your opinions. I can't really change how you view me. But when it's something that I love so dearly and something that's creative, to put that into the world and then to be possibly mocked or shit on, I have a vulnerability with that. And that is a big part of music. So I definitely say I was like, no, I'm not taking that one. And then for years on end, like after that, I guess I kind of put on a back burner or suppressed it. Because I had other, like, as any other kid, I had other aspirations to be other things, whether it be me being an actor or a lawyer or probably a professional wrestler in between somewhere. <laughs> but uh, I suppressed it for many years. And... I think the resurgence of it, like the resurgence of it, and me wanting to be an actual artist, was in high school, 
like not in those six to nine, nine, six, seven, eight. No, no. Like maybe around 10th grade. I was like, okay, I want this. And part of it was just because like, oh, I see the the glamour of it. Like, oh, the the spotlight, the fame, the money. I just, and also like, I love to sing. And another part of what, another part of it was like, yo, I need to separate myself. Like I, these girls are here, and I, I need them to notice me. I need to do whatever I can. I was not the athletic kid. I was not the tall guy. I was not always the funniest or the super best dressed kid. Like, I was all right, but I wasn't like, I didn't have nothing that made me super stand out. I was just like, okay, I can be put into a crowd, and I wanted to be, like, different. And I didn't even grasp, like, people my age being singers. Because, like, you see, like, Sammy and shit, or you see, like, Mario, but it's like, it wasn't, it resonated how, like, vast they could be. And so you seen, like, Chris Brown come. And I was like, oh, shit. Chris is out here taking over. And we're the same age. And girls liking it. So, like, I'm in school every once in a while. Like, and still, it's still kind of low-key and secret. Like, I'm talking about people in my family don't know I sing at this point in time at all. Like, nothing. But I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to take a chance on myself. So every once in a while, I'll bust out a little Chris Brown song. Like, Do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> and he was it out <laughs> in the middle of school and somebody oh my god Jerry you can say like yeah here's, 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 here's the, the icebreaker which still went nowhere because I was still shy as hell but it was something it gave me something <laughs> like uh, feeling on top of the world when I was like 14 years old and still again after that it was a suppression of it, cause I could like I could hold the tune and people were, like sometimes impressed, but I feel like it was more people being impressed that somebody they knew had kind of a talent that they didn't know, and I guess like people really want to be artsy in some way or creative and like singing like oh my gosh you can sing like even if you could kind of hold a note, people are like whoa okay I see you, but I never thought of like oh yeah I'm that dude like I listen to singers I was like I study singing I study singers. Not in, like, the classical form. Like, I couldn't tell you tenor, soprano, alto. I can't tell you what's what. I really can't. This is the horrible part about it. But I was, like, looking for listening to vocal tones and textures that I like and things of that nature. But, again, like I said, it was nothing but suppression again to maybe, like, my late teens, early 20s. And that's when I started, like, to record myself. And that was so difficult, but I was like, yo, if I really want to give this a shot, if I ever have a shot at doing anything, I have to do this. And this is when, like, the point where it was right at the beginning of YouTube, kind of, but, like, this is when people are starting to, like, get seen and it was coming off, like, yo, this is the place to get off, like, to get videos going. Like, I think Bieber had made it. Like, it's, that's the thing. <laughs> like, that's how old it is. Lord. Shout out to Justin Bieber, man. But uh, when Bieber was seen on YouTube and became like a sensation. It's like, okay, we got to post videos. Like, it's possible. Yeah, you may not have to do this, these demos. You could do a, rec- like a cover, record it, put it on YouTube and be seen. I was like, okay, here's a chance. Here it is. It was between that and Facebook when Facebook was a real thing. It wasn't just for your parents to pay Candy Crush, shit like that. When Facebook was a real thing. I was between Facebook and early YouTube. And I was putting videos out, but again, never consistent because I would have the back and forth mentality of am I good enough 
Am I talented enough? Am I able to do these things? How great can I be at it? It's just me. That was just my mentality for so many things. Come on, man. Can I really be any... Can I really have a chance at this? Like, I, to this day, I still have it. Like, I have a mentality of, like, some days I have, you can't tell me I'm not the greatest and what I'm about to do. And then I fall into, like, there's no way in hell I can do this. Like, I, I do, I still to this day have some of those days back and forth, flipping, flopping, especially when it comes to the creative aspect of it. And even more specific when playing into music, something that is sacred to me. So as I'm putting things on YouTube, like, I get to get the feedback. And it's never been really bad feedback. Like, to this day, it's never been super bad feedback. It's people haven't liked certain things or they say, yo, I think you should do this a little better, whatever. Or this wasn't as good as the last video, whatever. But for some reason, my mind, even when I got the good feedback, I couldn't believe it. I don't know what it was. It was just, it's too good to be true. Because I never heard nothing really bad. I'm like, yo, they're just lying to me and be nice to me. Even on the internet, like, but people are not trying to be your friend for the most part. It's crazy. But I think it doubled down with my interactions with people around me that were my friends. And I have to preface this part of the episode to say, like, I think nothing that they did was super bad or truly bad. I went way too much earnest on having expectations. And when it didn't come to fruition, I was just that much more disappointed. They necessarily do anything wrong or they didn't do right by me. I just expected something different. And in some cases, they hold a little more weight between how much of a friend I thought people were and how much support I thought they would give. And I understand to some extent their reasoning and then other times I don't. But I'm not saying that they're bad people or they owe me anything. 99% of the reason that I'm not musically where I am supposed to be is truly because of myself. I cannot sit back and be like, oh, yeah, I didn't make this because this person didn't do this. It could have possibly helped or probably helped. But again, you have to do for yourself first. I have to fend for my own. This is not the game of handouts. So to give examples of what I'm just talking about right now in a little soliloquy. Um, so with YouTube, I was posting every once in a while, and I would share videos, and I would see things. Good feedback. Like, even Lesia Cara, shout out to her. Younger Lesia Cara. Showed one of the videos, liked it. Like, I was like, okay, people who are on YouTube are seeing the things. Even though it was minimal traction, it wasn't a lot. But I, I, then Instagram came about, and I was like, okay, here's a bigger audience I could, I could build to. Here's a platform that's really early. I have all my friends. They can share with their friends. It could be a real communal space. I could start moving things out like that. So I was doing... This is when Instagram had the 15-second covers. And I would try to do one. I even had my own little 15-second cover page. <laughs> that's all I had. And I was doing them pretty frequently. Uh, not too... Not like I wasn't like on an everyday type of grind, but I was doing them maybe at least once or twice a week, and I would just keep putting them out and hashtagging like crazy, trying to get everything out, just trying to get seen and wanting to be seen. 
And the numbers was just not coming back to me. Like, I, I just couldn't find a way to curate enough of an audience to be like, you know what, I want to hear more of him. Or if it did, it would come in waves of like, here's 10, here's 20, here's 30, but it's never anything that transcended to make me believe that like, I had it. And that was like my number one issue. Like, I just had so much earnest and put into like, feedback of people who probably didn't know me. And I was like, okay, I'm basing my talent on this many views and I didn't understand the business and nobody understood algorithms and things of the nature, how to be seen. And I just put so much power onto them either or on numbers. And after a while, it started to distract me. And it's starting to take me off of my path of like, okay, just keep doing it. Keep going. Keep being consistent. You will only go as far as you push yourself. And then another blow that hit me off, like, I would ask friends to be like, yo, I got this video out. Could you post this? Can you share this? And this was before, like, the easy share button now, but there's ways to share things. Yo, could you share this? Like, could you do this? And I feel like Nobody was really trying to hear it. Like even a, even like the girl I was with at the time, the 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 one girlfriend that everybody probably knows that I had in my twenties, like one of my early twenties. So this was like twenty two, twenty three, like twenty four, something like twenty something around there. Like, like early twenty two, twenty like twenty twenty two, something like that. Um, she was not like she. Yeah, I'm not like I don't post that type of stuff and I'm like but we're together like, you couldn't help me like do this shit like just like take a screenshot and just be like yo follow here if you want to see a good cover of music or he sings or anything or could you like share this to something or, or it's easier on Facebook too like yo could you just press like share and it was like no it was a whole oh yeah sure follow like, like Damn, I'm bothering you. Okay, fine. Or then I would have friends who would be like, oh, yeah, yo, Javis, just keep doing that shit. I love that shit. Like, keep making it. Keep producing shit. Like, I, I love what you're doing. I love what you're putting out there. And then the call and response wouldn't be the same. Like, yo, I saw your cover today, but there's no like. There's no share. There's no anything. Yo, bro, I would definitely come see you. But in my mind, even partially to this day, if you cannot share something, if you cannot like something, if you can't comment something because you know algorithm action to do certain things, you cannot do these certain things to help me. I know you're not coming to a show. That means leaving your house, getting dressed, spending money, because wherever you're going to perform, it's probably a two-drink minimum, especially your open mic type shit. It's a two-drink minimum let alone the cover you might have paid to get in the bitch. You're not doing all of that if you cannot press one little button of a like, one little button for a share, a repost, or write something out. If you couldn't take 40 seconds to a minute and a half to do something, you're not traveling to see me in possibly another borough to pay this much money and spend this much time to listen to other acts that you may not even like to come see me and support. Because the easy support is hard, let alone... The medium support. I'm not asking you to buy a whole album or be in a fucking press room, but if I'm doing something, I know it can happen. And I just have to eat away at my mentality. And it's not, again, 
it's not super their fault because nobody, everybody has a life. So I can't tell anybody that this, their page, that's what they choose to put upon it. So there's a double-edged sword to it. Like, at times, it's like, bro, you can really help move this longer. And at the same time, it's like, who the fuck am I to tell somebody what to do? It's like, they have this page for this reason. You hope that they support you, but you can't also be too mad about it. And I had plenty of friends like that who was like, yo, I, yo, or the lines like, yo, when you do this, I'll post this. When you drop this song, that's when I'll start posting everything. Fuck the covers. Like, I don't know. So, yeah. Telling me when to create and how to create and impeding upon that. Cool. And that's, that's when you'll show your support. Not at any phases. It has to be, I have to hit a milestone for you. Okay. And even one time, like a friend of mine who was a really good friend of mine in my circle. And actually, it's still a friend of mine. Like, it's still a good friend of mine. I was like, yo, have you even ever seen a YouTube page? And he was like, no. I've never visited your YouTube page. Like, ever. Like, you couldn't even give me a view. You couldn't get, like, let alone a like on YouTube. You couldn't give me a view. Like, I know you're never sharing it. And I just kept eating at me, eating at me, and eating at me. Like, okay. Yo, bro, are you really the talented? Like, is this tongue-in-cheek bullshit? Are they really lying to you? Are they trying to just make you feel better because you're asking them to do things? Or because you're posting out there, they don't want to seem like dickheads, so they'll say, oh, yeah, this is dope. But do they really think you're talented enough? Like, it's that back and forth of everything. But I was given that too much power because that didn't determine... Everything like the support is not gonna happen, and I and it took me a long time to understand that it's easier for people who don't know you to support you because people around you see you, they they it becomes second nature. Hey, Jarvis Singh, yeah, he does that thing, somebody else see it. Also, people have lives, like we started getting older, like people just had lives, like maybe they wasn't on Instagram as much, maybe they was dealing with some other personal shit. Your girl, like, it's just a whole bunch of stupid things happen. So that was just been my mentality for so many times. Like, am I really good enough to do it? Yes, I have a song out. High Love, Fabi Mula, featuring Jared Ashton. All stream platforms, listen to it. But yeah, I have High Love. And that took me so many, like, I didn't drop that until, like, I didn't, I just want, that song didn't drop until 2020. <laughs> so, like, that took so long for me to even jump on a feature of something just because I was just so in in doubt of myself and to this day still has like again like I said I have some days I feel massively talented I woke up with a song idea and I'll put it in my notes and I'll freestyle it and I'll have this melody it sound great but then and I might play it for like a select few amount of people but then I'll start listening like oh shit I could sound better there that's not good there what if that changed that word like I was such a negative fucking mind frame. And even to this day, just because I just want everything to be perfect when I create something in music form. And it's not the same even when I write poetry. Like, when I write poetry, I don't care as much. I don't know why. But I think music, since it has such a meaningful connection to me and how I know it makes me feel, I want it to feel that way for people. And if I can't provide something I feel is premium artwork or that, I don't want to put it out. It's, I feel like my whole music life is in my head. It's like Dr. Dre with The Chronic. Like, no, when I was, um, what the hell is that album that's supposed to come out? 
then whatever whatever I've been waiting for for Drake, <laughs> but he's holding it tight and holding to the vest is like okay no I can't like it and even people are like oh yeah that shit is fire like you should really finish this song you should really record it you should really put this out and I'm like they're lying to me they're just being nice people don't want to say this shit is trash and it's funny enough it led me to a conversation I had with Desmond Dane one of my favorite rappers in the world. Again, I'm going to say Desmond Dane, one of my favorite rappers in the world. When you get a chance, make sure you 100% listen to all his projects, download his stream. You will not be disappointed. But we had a conversation the other day about like being an artist. And he is a talented artist one of, and a good guy, one of my good friends to the day. Um, appreciate having that man in my life as just a sounding board for certain things, especially in this creative space, he's he's doing it and he's done a lot of things that I would like to do musically. And we joke back and forth because people, we were coworkers and a lot of our coworkers say, yo, y'all should get in a song together. And I, then I joke like, yeah, he knows he's so much better than me. He knows he's 10 times better than me. There is no way in hell he will listen to like, he would jump on this shit. And we talk about that because I we'll post something like he'll post a song and I will always reshare it. I will always post it as much as possible just because I think one he's a, he's a great creative and I think two or so one well sorry one he's my friend two he's a great creative three if you are a friend of mine and you have something to promote I will promote it to the best of my ability because I want to see you win. That's just how I feel. I feel like if the people around you give you that much credence, it's so much easier for those who don't know you to see it. Or just to spread it when, oh, shit, okay. They can vouch for it. That's your man. Oh, yeah, you can vouch for something. It's much easier that way. Um, but we had a conversation about certain things, and I put up, I shared his music, and I posted I was like, what if me and Dane get in a song in 2023? And I laughed, because I was like, you know damn well I'm not getting on a song with you, bro. I'm not an artist. I'm somebody who can hold a note on a good day. Singing is self-deprecating bullshit. Like, I still have the day, just because... I had a fear of being fucking rejected because of if I can't do this, even I don't know what I'm going to do. Mind you, I'm holding myself back. But he was like, yo, just do it. You're an artist. Be an artist. You have to put something out. And I, in my mind, I'm like, I don't even deserve that type of situation artist. Like, no matter what type of talent you think I have, I don't deserve to be called an artist. I don't deserve to really be a singer because I haven't done my due diligence to perfect my craft enough or I don't. Even, I even hate saying my craft because perfect whatever skills that I have to make it a craft and make it something I can succeed at. Music requires you to keep working, you to be experimental, but you also to work at certain things. Like, why haven't I seen a vocal coach? Why haven't I learned how to play an instrument of any sort? Why do I not know how to read music? Why am I not investing the time I could have spent on liquor and shit throughout my early 20s, even into my late 20s? Why not put that on equipment? Why haven't I taken a master class of some sort? Why haven't I really tapped in with other musicians and try to find myself around it? Like, I should have taken more time to be in artist mode. And it's like, I could, in, a, in a sense, I can understand why people look at me like, yo, are you really serious about this shit? 
The same dude who was a, who was a teenager who like, would have interviews in his fucking bathroom mirror about questions that they're going to ask me once I make it because I'm going to be this amazing singer. It's not doing enough. And still, I don't have maybe the, the proper mindset for it. Well, I know I don't because I have the creative ability in my mind to maybe create a song, but like, I don't have the sort of, and I say this in a positive way, that's how the arrogance to say, I'm going to put something in the world and you're going to like it. Here it is. I'm so quick to think about the negative feedback. Like, what the fuck if it's loved? But I will not know. I've already given myself that answer. I've decided for everyone else. And then I get mad when you don't hear a cover. So it's the duality of like, okay, this is the ignorant part. The inner battle is within myself. And I feel like all creatives have this inner battle. Like, is it enough? Is it good enough? This is not finished. I want it to be perfect. Can it be perfect? But I, on the other hand, I found myself struggling with even like giving myself the opportunity for it. And again, like, yeah, some of that stems from some of the relationships that I have, and I, I expected things from people that I should not ex- have expected. I can't expect everyone to be in my same type of timing and, and push forward as far as I have when I haven't perfected things that I can do. I have to be better. I have to give myself more credit. I have to work harder. Like, I don't deserve to be called an artist. Creative, maybe. I'm on a platform I'm creating for myself right now, speaking to you guys, but an artist, a musician, a singer. It's a leisurely hobby for me. It's something I truly do love, but I haven't put enough effort and time to make it something I could possibly live off of. I haven't even given people a chance to truly hear a range from me. And I feel like that's something I really need to go head first with from now on and I think this podcast has allowed me to get some perspective in my mind about being better like okay here's my chance to give the world my creativity in one way and now if this kind of works as it is right now it's kind of going good maybe I can take that and put that into my first love and my first foray into what I believe is creativity and truly be able to live off of that space of something that I truly love. Like, okay, I get to sing songs and make money and have this creative conversation. Like, that's an amazing, dope thing about it. And to truly share with people. And maybe it allows me to open up more. Maybe it allows me to just meet new people and gain new perspective as I go out there. And that's the things I want to do. That's why I started things like this podcast. Uh, the gain perspective from others, to give my perspective to the world and see what kind of feedback I get back and maybe I learn something and maybe you do too. I'm just trying to find that balance and duality about it. And I hope anybody out there who hears this and has has this same type of thought process like, yo, I'm not doing enough. Like, you guys just got to do it. And I'm not speaking because I know all the best answers in the world, but I'm taking it for once in my life. Lately, I've been taking the advice that I've been giving other people. I'm really good at giving advice. I'm not always great at taking it, especially the ones that I give to myself, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent. It's just not taken. And I have to 
in my mindset, deserve to be an artist. I have to deserve the talent that was God given to me. I have to let them flourish. I have to do it. And yes, it's going to be more difficult than, than anything else. I, uh, it's going to be hard. I'm, I, if I do do this, it's going to be me being a 30-year-old act, 30-some-odd-year-old act coming out as a new artist. I'm going to look crazy to some people, but i got to dream crazy. got to dream something you never thought could happen. I know this might be a little bit off topic, but when I say dream crazy, you have to. Like, just to think the way we are today, somebody invented a wheel. <laughs> we have cars. When the Wright brothers invented the plane, they thought they were crazy. This is how we travel throughout the world now. So you got to dream crazy. You got to dream big. You got to dream for yourself. And I'm speaking this out because I want you to take that on to yourself. But I'm speaking to myself truly as well. Like, I have to overcome these mental setbacks for myself and say, you know what? If you want it, go get it. The world is in the palm of your hands. You want to call yourself a creative, you want to call yourself a singer, an artist, whatever it is, is, you have to deserve it. And take it for what it is, the good, the bad, and ugly. You can't, you take on the support you can get, and you cherish it, and you use it to fuel yourself. All the rejection, you do the same thing. Take it to fuel yourself. All the non-compliance, all the people acting like it doesn't exist. You take all of that, and you turn it into positive energy for your own well-being. That is something that I think is truly necessary for all of us to get where we need to go. So that's just my little little speech to myself that I'm letting you guys into. So hopefully you're entertained and hopefully I get to continue to entertain you. And not just in this medium, but also the medium of music. So I'm not giving you no type of dates or saying look out for something anytime soon, but shit, who knows? We might have something coming (laughs) as I smirk. (laughs) We might have something coming. As I'm signing off today, I just want to leave everybody with the, the notion that every day is creativity. Tomorrow is not truly formed yet, so we have a chance to create it. So use my story of a person who's been so finicky and so unsure and, and see that I don't take it as where I need to be as a learning tool. Like, okay, he didn't do everything he should have been doing. and He may not be in a place he should be, but he has a high understanding and he's sharing this with me. You can do whatever you want to do if you step out. My first full way, my first foray into that is starting this podcast, and hopefully that continues me down a path of exploration within entertaining you guys. So I truly, truly, truly hope that you take heed to this and give yourself that kind of creative experiment in anything in life. Create your own values. Create your own destiny. Just get outside of your head. We're all going to have things to combat our own little demons. 
And that's been my number one thing. I've been my worst critic. And it's shelved every musical project I've ever had. And I'm starting to get more in tune with it. But of course, it still rears its ugly head every once in a while. So even though it's it's shelved some things and rears its ugly head, let's put that on pause for all of ourselves. If I look more positively into things. As per usual, I am so grateful for anybody that listens that allows me to take up 20-some-odd to 40-some-odd minutes of their time to speak my mind. And I am hope I'm doing something for you as well. Like You're doing something for me, giving me an outlet to express myself, but I'm hoping that I leave you with a couple of gems every episode. At least different perspectives so you can... Gain a different understanding to help guide yourself in a positive landscape. I'm not saying I have all the answers or everything I'm going to say is correct, but I hope just being able to open yourself up to different perspectives helps you out. And if you do find it and like, oh, I hate somebody understands me, you don't feel alone or, wow, my friend was going through this and I didn't understand that. Like, I just live for those type of moments. And I think that as I get older, they um, become vastly more important. And I think that's where I'm going to start even leading towards within the music I create. So I thank you for your time, your energy, your essence. You have been beautiful listeners, as you always are. I know I'm a little late with this one, but it's okay. Um, life happens, life goes on, but it's a little bit more personal. And guys, give me your feedback. Let me know how you feel about the episodes. Whether you see me in person, give me a DM, shoot me a text. Just let me know how you're feeling about it. And if you are here and you have a chance, I'm asking you and I'm asking you for nothing more than some support if possible. Leave a five-star review. And I know this is a little extra, but leave some comments in the comment section of either Spotify or Apple. And a five-star review will help, you know. This helps me get seen by more, more people. Get a little community going on. Some insightful ignorance family. So, I mean, we're going to keep things growing on a different platform. I mean, I'm trying to have some guests come on soon. I'm trying to work that out. So, we're just going to see what's happening. Stay with me. I'm going to stay with y'all. I love you. I appreciate you. I think you're beautiful, even if you're ugly. (laughs) And with all that nonsense being said, I hope you took the insightful part with a little bit of ignorance dashed in there with my negative mentality. But you took it and you ran with it. And just like that, we are out of time. And we're out. (laughs) 